Welcome to the Home Ownership and Marriage Podcast with the Low Property Team, where it is all about running a successful business together and balancing a healthy marriage. Host Jarrell and Brittany Lowe, purpose and passion is to help you create the life you want by turning your combined passions into generational wealth while sharing what they've learned on their journey with you. Let's get started. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Homeownership and Marriage. I'm Brittany Lowe. And I'm Jarrell Lowe. And we are the Lowe Property Team. We are so excited today to be able to kind of present and talk about just the home selling process series. Say what? We've been working on this for a while, and we are just excited to release episode one today. So if you have ever kind of considered selling your home, or if you're trying to wrap your head around how to even do it mm. if you if you need to sell and buy or relocate at the same time or if you've already purchased a property and you just want to sell your property this series is definitely for you yeah and a lot of talk right now around the market you know with so many things going on we just wanted to be transparent and let you know that now actually is the time to sell and there's really no reason to wait because in fact, what we've seen from plenty of our uh, clients in the past is that waiting could actually mean less money in your pocket, which we don't want to happen because as more homes continue to hit the multiple listing service, um, especially as we're approaching summertime, that's something that we want to avoid. So in a nutshell, we have compiled this whole series based on just our experience and working with a plethora of sellers that are selling you know, relocating out of state, selling and buying at the same time. So we wanted to provide just some insight and for some information to you as to kind of what that process looks like. And just to take it a little step further, Brittany, it's really preparing you for the home selling process. This series is going to cover the nuts and bolts from what we've experienced, educate you on what to expect and how to strategize and time the market accordingly, right? That's what we all want. But we are also going to go over in depth a handful of some of those crucial steps that are necessary that you might not know about in the home selling process. You see, our jobs, Brittany and myself, representing you in the sale of your home is very simple. Get you the best closing price with the best terms in the shortest amount of time possible. I mean, do we really need anything more than that? Yeah, no, definitely not. And for sellers, is if you've never sold your home before, or maybe this is your third home, fourth home, whatever the case might be, we understand that the numbers and time is very, very important. It is huge. And I think what's also more important is creating a tailored or a customized experience that fits you and your needs. Mm -hmm. Whether it's just you or it's your family, we like to adjust how we take this approach to achieving those three measurables or desired outcomes and creating a plan that works best for you. So just a brief overview. When selling your home, it is like vital. You need a team whose top priority is taking care of your interests first. And our goal is to make your selling process or experience as smooth as possible. How do we do that? Well, we focus on clear communication. You know, our sports background, we understand communicating in the foxhole and how to deal with challenging situations. We understand also setting realistic expectations. So we're not just saying, oh my gosh, yeah, we'll get your home sold for $2 million. And the property value is really not there. So we really like to set the expectations up front so no one's caught off guard. 
and by preparing you for the unexpected. I think that's a huge, huge point to point out because in this market right now, or as we're transitioning out of the seller's market, what we're seeing is a lot of overpromised, right? A lot of homes that are reducing prices because sellers are caught that I want whatever the sales price was in 2021 or when the summer was receiving 42 offers. We're transitioning now. So how we go about doing this is preparing you for the unexpected so we're not caught off guard. And last but not least is building good relationships with all parties in the transaction to ensure a smooth escrow. And something that I want to highlight on, I know that right now we're talking about this market or we may reference the past market, but regardless of what kind of market that you're in, what is so important when selling your house is really just strategy. Hey, yeah, I think that's huge right there. Strategy always matters. And so you have to go in with a plan, a, a great plan and have a backup plan just in case. Mm. It's just not on the whim, okay, I want to sell. And kind of that's how we take our clients through the process from start to finish. And I think just let's go ahead and jump straight into it because it's always strategy, strategy, strategy. And like Brittany says, and I'm going to uh, reiterate, strategies always matter. And in my mind, when we're looking through the lens of sports, strategy will always out-trump that hard work. Strategy will always trump athleticism. Or, you know, when you have a good good scouting report or, or, or a plan that you can execute, it's going to put you that far more prepared to do the due diligence and your second quarter runs or your third quarter droughts to ensure you receive the fourth quarter outcomes. So when we meet to discuss the sale of your home or just to set up that first presentation and meet with you and share a little bit more about who we are, we walk you through an outline of what to expect as a seller entering this market we're currently in. During our consultation, we want to get to know you so that you can, we can cater to your needs and our services will be best met your needs. Yeah, and I think that's something that we're we're really big and intentional about just our process. And we talk about this a lot, just our our process with our clients, that it is, it's very customized, it's personable. And I just just wanted to just highlight that that granted every single sale, every single client is different and we understand that. So yes, we have the secret sauce like that we like to call it, right? But those are just kind of what we use as our foundation for every single sale. But again, every single one, just based on every single person and their needs are different. And I think the biggest thing when we're talking about that, that initial contact or that initial listing appointment we refer to it as, it's really about building community, finding out who you are, understanding who we are, where the commonalities exist, and how can we build this partnership to get the results that you desire. So that first meeting is about setting up those parameters, getting to know us a little bit, Mm -hmm. getting to know how we work, how we do this partnership, and then understanding your inner working models, understanding your desired outcomes. And I think that's what's most important when we're setting up that first meeting is we like to begin with the end in mind. Mm -hmm. What is your future plans? What are you, what, if everything worked out right, what would your schedule look like? 
And these are when we always tell our client, do not hold back because we can't read your mind. So if you don't tell us, we don't know. So if you say, we need to be out by this time, or we at least need to make this much moving forward, you know, of course, we're going to reel it in. And yes, we're going to get you the most money possible, but we also just have to be aware of the market that we're in Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. put it on the market based accordingly for that. And I think, yes, getting beyond the fun and nice and the the icebreaker stuff, it's it really comes down to two to three items for us that we really need to know, right? Your schedule and beginning with the end in mind. What's your next play? Once we understand those two, we can create and tailor a plan and best advise you accordingly on how to move forward. You know, we're never going to force a seller to sell a home if they're not really 100% sure. We don't want you to be in a position where, my gosh, they forced me to do this. I wasn't quite ready. I didn't know what I was doing or I just went off the whim of what everyone was saying in my my network or my group. You know what? We're going to sit down and talk with you through it. We're going to weigh out the pros and cons. And if your your end result, your desired outcome is something you are yearning for, you are 110% committed to, then me and Brittany would love to step in and help you from there. Second, we talked about that schedule. And this is where Brittany's just absolutely excellent because I am just not that type of person. But Brittany pulls out a calendar, and we you, we work in one-month calendars. Once we ironed out beginning with the end in mind and how to reverse engineer that and what it looks like preparing for the sale and buy or downsizing or moving out of state, which we just helped a client transition to Texas, I think. Mm-hmm. Was it Dallas or something like that? Mm-hmm. Right? We need to know every detail of this process so we can give you the concierge service where you don't have to worry about communicating with 10 different people, but you can talk to Jarrell and Brittany and they will tell you what's happening on the sale of this home. You can talk to Jarrell and Brittany and they will tell you what's happening on the buy side of your future home. And then you can go to one person to get the answer you need. Well, I shouldn't say one person, but one team to get the answers that you need to some questions or some hiccups that might come up in escrows. Mm -hmm. And we're big on our our timelines, essentially, is what it is. Yes, we bring the calendar, but it's the timeline so that you can see from the start to the end what every day looks like um, and what you should expect. And understanding your timeline, understanding your schedule. Brittany works on that 30-day calendar highlighting, here's our marketing plan. Here's our, you know, when we're going live on the market, here's how we're preparing the home. And I think what's most important as we're going through that calendar, Brittany's doing that side of it. And then I'm running the retrospective data of what the comps have done in the last 90 days. Why? Because we want that data point. We want those data points to help inform our decisions on what to expect, what to prepare for, and worst case scenario, right? A lot of people will give you the exciting news, right? Oh, yeah, houses are selling for three, four hundred thousand over the market or over value, which absolutely it is. But we also want to prepare for worst case scenario so we're not caught off guard. We're not, oh my God, what in the world just happened? You didn't tell us about this, but we're well informed and well prepared just in case the worst case scenario happens. Mm -hmm. And the last item um, that we always provide is just an estimated net sheet. And what that is, is based on, you know, how much is left on your loan that you owe. We run some numbers and provide you just a net sheet so that you can, you know, see a rough estimate of what you could potentially walk away with. Um, You know, Jarrell spoke a lot in detail just about the market and just being strategic. So I, I would say, you know, for any of you that have been through the home selling process before, you know how important it is just to have a solid understanding 
of the value of your home. Yeah. You know, time that you spend, you know, adjusting your price higher or lower is really just time and money wasted. Like they say, time is money. Mm. So how do you stay competitive in a changing market, right? Day to day, because what we saw in January from what we're seeing now are so very different, especially based also on the area that you're looking in the Bay Area, out of the Bay Area, whatever the case might be. We just want you to know, of course, always we have the tools to help you set a number so that you don't waste your time and of course, won't leave money on the table. Absolutely. So a couple of points that I just want to just note as we're talking about pricing your home and initial consultations is first and foremost, a home is only worth what a buyer is willing to pay. Mm. Buyers won't just blindly pay whatever you price your home at in a seller's market. Although sometimes right now, it may feel like that with just how crazy the market has been or you see a home that got listed and you're like, whoa, that's I went for 700,000 over. It's really just based on what a buyer is able to do um, at that at that moment, you know, if they have the ability and if they have the cash flow and for them it's worth it mm. based, of course, on their monthly, then they might consider it and they're going to pay over because for them it's an investment. Um, but buyers aren't stupid. Yeah. I would say that would just be one of the biggest things. Remember that a home is only worth what a buyer is willing to pay. Secondly, the longer a home stays on the market, the less it is going to be shown. So your property really only attracts the most interest when it is first listed. For Drell and I, we put all of our listings live on Thursday because statistics show that they're likely to get seen first. We want that weekend flow, that open house. So it's just crucial to price it correctly and to put it live on the market correctly. And and I think it's important that you note that the way we go about doing this is we focus on winning week one. The moment it goes live, We have already done the marketing plan. The strategy is set up. So day one, hour one, your plan's being implemented. We're not waiting till week two to say, all right, here's the adjustment that needs to be made. I just wanted to add that in there. that We are prepared for the worst to get you whatever is necessary, knowing that the plan is going to be executed. Yeah, because what it comes down to is that buyers already have a perceived value of what they're willing to pay for your home. Because just like, you and us, we're running the comparable sales in the area. Mm. Believe it or not, so are they. You know, that information is public for anybody to view. So we always encourage our sellers, you know, don't, don't be greedy. Let's come up with a desirable price together we can agree upon based on the current data and based on the comparable sales in the area. Because pricing the home in a reasonable range, because if you overpriced it, people aren't going to come out. And unfortunately, they're going to lowball your home. And that's something that we definitely want to avoid. So it is so, so very vital to price your home correctly in a way to draw the most attention. And of course, to draw the best offers out there, Mm. especially if you are not the only house that is selling on the block. If there's three or four and we're all active on the market, of course, we want to get you the most money. But I will say things can happen. It, It comes down to placing your home correctly on the market. It comes to the price itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- those are just some variables um, and some different things that we we really are, again, intentional about that we do our research on to pull that so that we can get you the best results. So, Brittany, what determines the price of a home? I, maybe we should figure that out right now so we can prepare sellers that are looking at homes. They might look at the two large platforms of home shopping. 
but it really comes down to staying away from the Zestimates and the guesstimates and really running the factual numbers. How do we do this? It's a five-step process for us. We run the recent comps. What are the comps telling us? And like we said, we go back the last 90 days and we're finding homes with less than a mile range of your property. Within a mile range and the same square footage, lot size, gross living area. Those become important notes to have because if a home sold for 1.3 in your neighborhood, right, two blocks over, then we can take that comp if it's matching pretty similar to use it as an anchor comp or to use it as a supporting comp when we're trying to say, hey, here's, we're bracketing is what we're doing, what we we're expecting that appraised value to come back in at or what we're hoping we can get an offer received at. Number two is market conditions. What is the market conditions of your home, of your area, of the community? Understanding this is also important. Yes, we hope, and I think Brittany mentioned it. If she didn't, please don't beat me up, Brittany. But she mentioned don't get overly attached to what you think the value of the home is going to be because of all the work that you've put into it. But it really comes down to some several outlying factors, which is the comps in the the neighborhood, the market conditions. Number three, exposure. How much exposure has the home had? How much is it receiving for property features? In our market right now, well, let's just say the, the San Francisco Bay Area, because there's so many micro markets in there. We're living in the San Francisco Bay Area where... Four-bedroom, two-baths is highly desired because multi-generational families are encouraged to stay with one another because prices are so high. So if you are a first-time seller or a first-time home buyer, just prepare yourself knowing that the competition gets steep as you increase in square footage, bedroom, bathroom count, and we need to be realistic in that approach. What property features are attracting those buyers out there? Right now, it's lot size because in California, the ADU restrictions have kind of lightened its load a little bit. And last but not least, it's what we're offering. What is our package? How do we reduce the most friction possible? Just as Brittany started this episode off in this series, talking about how do we get you the best terms possible, we also have to offer the best terms possible. I think it was last year or maybe the year before, there was a lot of offers that needed rent back periods. And the goal was to buy yourself time to get into that next property. But what's important right now in this market is you got to reduce the amount of friction possible in the deal. So if you need a rent back, is there any way we can work around that process? Because when a client's spending 1.5 on a home, they want it day one of closing. Once keys are in hand, they want to get ready to start doing their family items. I would say it goes the same way though, right? When you do accept an offer as a seller, of course you want that money now, yeah. right? So it, it it goes both ways. And I would say, of course, as a seller, you are, I don't want to use the word more in control or have the upper hand, but you have more leverage. Yeah. But we always say don't over leverage, right? Because yes. what does not determine the price of your home is what you paid for it, mm. regardless of if you paid a half a million or close to a million. And then if you live there for three years, you can't essentially be in a position to say, well, I want three times the amount that I paid. It comes down to a lot of factors. The second thing that doesn't determine the price of the home are the property or the investments made in the property. Mm. I'll say right off bat that the two investments that will get you the highest return 
are always going to be your um, your kitchen and your bathrooms. Yeah. Um, you know, those are really the, I would say the kitchen is really the main focus of every home. So there's other small items. Other that small items. The desirables. Yeah. Of course, it comes down to your budget too, because yeah. you, as a seller, you also have a budget, just like a buyer has a budget. So, you know, if you've lived in your house for X amount of years, you may say, you know what? I only want to put this much into yeah. it. And that's totally okay. The last thing that just does not determine the price of your home is what you want to profit from the sale. Oh, of what you're saying, what you want off that, we just have to make sure that we're in a position to do so. And also, if we're not in a position to do so, then we have to figure out that timeline of when you might be able to get that that amount from the sale of your home. I just want to add this because you you brought up a great point with that. What do you want to profit? I think just to recap or go back to what we implemented or started with in this series, strategy, 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 and strategy always wins. Creating a schedule that makes sense. And last, what we've been talking about so much, and we're going to continue to talk about this, the most important part of every plan is planning on your plan, not going according to plan. So yes, we're coming with a bulletproof strategy plan. We have a schedule that works best for you. We've tailored this whole process, but we also want to prepare for the unexpected. And I think that's what Brittany is kind of encapsulating right there. Yeah. I mean, essentially the formula for a successful home sale is simple. It's market preparation, strategic pricing, and relentless marketing. That's really what it is, you know, and we're definitely going to discuss really in depth this in our next episode. We just wanted to scratch the surface, you know, and really stress the importance of, you know, the home selling process, mm-hmm. pricing your home correctly, and sharing some tidbits of success from our clients who were sellers and the success of what they saw. Mm. That's awesome. And I think until next episode. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Home Ownership and Marriage with the Low Property Team. If you would like more information, helpful resources, or would like to book a personal consultation with the Lowe's, head over to lowpropertyteam.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, Jarrell and Brittany would be so grateful if you shared their podcast with a friend and leave them a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening. The Low Property Team would like to say thank you for supporting their show and being a listener. See you next time on another episode of Home Ownership and Marriage.